Hey, I'm your host, Kayla, and welcome to Our Time to Find Our Peace. Here on the show, we'll hear complex stories that feature trauma, pain, difficult relationships, as well as the path to healing. I hope we can talk about what we've gone through, listen to each other, and hopefully feel even the slightest bit better about ourselves while slowly finding some type of peace. I would like to make clear that I am not a certified therapist. I do not and cannot diagnose you or give you any advice. I'm just hoping you can feel a little bit better knowing you're not alone and that it's perfectly okay to feel the way you do. Trigger warning, this episode will talk about bullying. Trigger warning, just to clarify. This episode will hear from a special guest who will talk about their own traumatic story with bullying, how they have coped with their trauma, whether or not they have healed from it, how they healed, and how it made them feel. Also, what influence it had on them and how it shaped them to be who they are now. Today on Our Time to Find Our Peace, we have a new guest, Mr. G, who is here to talk about his experience with bullying and hopefully get us in a deep dive of his experience. Thanks for having me. No problem. It's wonderful to have you on the the podcast today. First, I want to start off with, when did the bullying start? Uh, somewhere from around kindergarten to grade one, I'd say. Okay. The first time you ever experienced bullying? First time was, uh, I was maybe, yeah, I was around like senior kindergarten to grade one, and it was a school that went from kindergarten to grade eight, and all the youngest kids and the oldest kids would be in the same kind of schoolyard area. And so, the older kids, there's a lot of them that were not so nice and it was kind of early 2000s so uh that was kind of the time before cancel culture and really just everything was game so like atomic wedgies slurs of all shapes forms and colors and every type of whatever you can imagine so it wasn't really ideal (laughs) not really uh what at least i would have wanted uh but yeah i was probably around that age and it was it was mainly just like verbal but more physical because these people would be so much older and so much like literally more developed so they could kind of just do whatever and just overpower you was there ever like an escape like were you able to find any help was at the school was there you know no bullying or like any counselors or teachers that could help i had my friends and so that was like uh because when 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 there's a group of 12 four or five year olds and then there's like one or two 13 year olds let's say and it's like oh there's two 13 year olds picking on like 12 like no that doesn't really it's so much more noticeable because the teacher can look and go well there's two guys and all these and they're they're really kind of acting like that but when it's like oh there's one kid that just kind of walked off from the back and these guys are just after like it's a little bit more like under the radar. It's not as noticed as much. So when I would be with the kind of larger group, it was almost that like survival of the pack sort of. I don't know. That, that, I don't know if that makes sense at all. Like, like survival of the fittest. Like whoever was able to yeah. get what? out and you know not get the the bullying. Mm-hmm. And then like tactics that I was taught was don't walk in this area. Don't go to this area. You're now not allowed to go in this area. And I was told that by not only the people who you know, did bully, but also the teachers. The teachers would say, oh, well, if you keep getting beaten up when you walk in that corner, then don't walk in that corner. And I'm like, okay, but, but like, I just want to, I just want to exist, you know? <laughs> you just want to go home or go where you need like, to go. I just want to do my thing. Like, yeah. I'm not really trying to start anything with anyone. Yeah. But, yeah. Did you tell, like, what about your parents? Did they know? They knew, they knew. They tried to do stuff, but it was as much as you kind of could do without kind of getting involved. So it wasn't the most, and it wasn't like, nothing changed so it was it was like 
I know that they carried and I know that they probably tried and they did stuff like that, but I can't really even tell you what what it was. Maybe it was more just talks and trying to be endearing. But. They always say that school's supposed to be like a safe space. Like you can come here and you'll be okay. But how did that make you feel like you, school obviously wasn't a safe space for you and the teachers as well who are supposed to like protect you while you're on campus, while you're on school, they're... Well, it's interesting because there was just time where it was like, it was bullying was just popular. Like it was just, that was just the way it was. And so like, I remember there was a guy that lived on my street who was like way older than me, like a good five or six years older. And we bought our house uh, on our street from the, this guy's parents. So they're kind of like, a, oh, we know their family. Like we go, we do dinners and stuff together every now and again. And my dad was like, oh yeah, by the way, he goes to the school, you'll probably see him around. And the first time I saw him, he was crammed into a locker. Like, his whole body was crammed into a locker. I don't know how the fuck he fit. He, like, his, his shoulders were all, like, he was jammed into that thing. And so I'm, like, like four or five-ish, maybe six max, like, helping this guy who's, like, 12, like, whatever, out of a locker. And he's just kind of, like, welcome. Like, <laughs> like, he, I, like welcome to school, kind of like that. And it was, like, I don't know. That was kind of the first. I was, like, well alright, I hope this doesn't happen to me. And then I'm like, that's why I have my friends and I'll stick with them. But I'm just a, I'm a wanderer. I'm a fucking butterfly in the wind. I just, I'll end up wherever and I'll just be doing my own thing. And that's what had a tendency to get me into trouble, was I would say, oh, I'm gonna get the ball from over there. Or, oh, look at that over there. Like, I, I would just get distracted and I would just run off. And the, the moments that I would be off would be the moments that uh, I would be vulnerable. So, yeah. When you were with friends, you said that you were in a safe, like, you were safer. It was survival of the of the group, the fittest. Were there any friends that would, like, out you to save themselves, or...? No, no one really was throwing anyone under any buses or anything like that. It was more of just a unspoken, keep your head down, but when we're together, we know that we're okay. And so it was kind of like a, just try to stay together. Sometimes you would be like, it's been ten minutes, and I haven't seen, like, Johnny, or I haven't seen, like... like you know, uh, I think I know what's happening and then it's like all of you are like walking you go oh there he is and you're like hey come on and then like the you have to like go get the teacher and the teacher has to go to these people and they go hey stop and they come back but it's always just like band-aids it's always like little little fixes like hey stop what you're doing right now okay bye yeah it's, it, it's not it's not a you, this is never happening it's not it's just like a temporary kind of relief that's like okay well we're surviving again <laughs> like, yeah. the school didn't do enough no so it was like, they would bully you, and the teacher would see it as like, you know, just put a bandaid on it, you're good to him. But mentally, like, you were you were not okay. Well, it's because when, you don't know when it's going to happen again. You don't know, and it's all, all you know is that if this person happens to be there at this time, and you're, someone is able to get their attention, and they're able to come over there, then it will stop for that moment. It's kind of just like, like, there would be times where it's like, where the fuck is this teacher? Where, where is this, who, where, where are they? And they're like, okay, well, they're not here, and I don't see them, so I just know that this whole lunch, I'm just going to kind of be on guard. Like, I'm just going to make sure that I'm always with, like, people, I'm like, kind of, like, like looking around, like, if I see these guys, like, I'm going the other fucking direction. Like, because I'm like, you know, like, because over time, you, you learn more about, like, the situations for any situation you're in. And you kind of learn, like, okay, how do I want to try and deal with this the best I can in this moment? Yeah. And when you don't really have a lot of options, sometimes avoiding, you know, it's kind of that fight or flight. And it's like, well, I tried fighting, but physically it doesn't even work. 
and so avoid is the other option. So you always, you would say that you were on edge every day at school? I don't know, it's, I guess it's more like the, hey, you all just get tossed into this kind of pig pen type environment together, have fun. And then it's like, well, we're also not really going to give that much of a shit while you're out there because this is our break. And I respect that, like, I, like everyone works and everyone needs a break, you know what I mean? It's, there's, there's no problem with that, but I think that there's uh, a different, like, like, I went to other schools where the school after that, they said, okay, this entire side of the of the school has this whole playground here and a playground there. Everyone is allowed on the playground on the right. Only people under grade four are allowed on the program on the left, or the playground on the left. So if everyone wants to be integrated, they can, but none of the people that are above this age can go to this place. Like if the youngers want to integrate, they can, the olders can't. And it's to prevent stuff like that. Yeah. But that's when I'm like grade four, and that was more of just a societal bullying of like I'm with all these people that have completely different like personalities than me and they're all kind of just more like I want to just focus I just want to do my work like and I was just like well I don't know anyone and I don't have any friends and I'm in a completely different school across the other side of town and I'm taking the TTC every single day to classes and I'm eight years old so I was kind of like well all right then <laughs> at eight years old you just taking the bus yeah that's crazy to and from does it still affect you to this day? Like everything you went through? Does it from time to time throughout your day or like once in a while, does what happened when you were younger come like to the front face of your mind or just hide away? I would say that I'm less likely to stand up for myself because I've noticed that in the past when I've been in these situations and I do stand up for myself, it seemed to always been used against me. Like it's like a, oh, you're standing up for yourself? Well, now we're gonna push back harder. Or, oh, you're standing up for yourself well we're actually gonna try and like oh this is more societal bullying so we're all gonna make you feel like you're wrong and that you're just crazy and like all sorts of stuff like this like there's a lot of uh homophobic slurs at that point in time like a lot of just different stuff and just like we're gonna say anything that we can to really just insult you and berate you like any information we can find out about you your family your friends anything like that we will use it against you it was interesting like i, I think that there's times now where it's like hey i don't like what you're saying I don't like how you're dealing with this. And I know that I'm with people that they support me and they support my actions, but I'm still like, I don't want to say, hey, shut the fuck up, or hey, don't use that word, because I'm worried that the people around me will turn on me again. Would you say you've healed, or are you still struggling with the with the trauma and the pain? I would say that I've healed pretty well. I mean, pain is just something that exists in life, and you can choose to let it affect you or not. Well... You can and you can't, because obviously everything affects you in life. Yes. Whether it's you listen to a song that you like and you just repeat listening to it, that, that affects you. Whether it's, like, uh, I've been stabbed multiple times, fucking tied up and shit, and, like, tossed in, like, a lake in a sleeping bag where I have to, like, crawl through and open this drawstring while, like, being submerged in water. Like, there's all sorts of experiences that will make you, that will affect you, but at the end of the day, it's how you choose to act and how you choose to feel about this and how you want to conduct and control yourself. And so, yeah, it affects me, and yeah, I, it's not like it never happened, and it's not like, hey, like, I'd be the exact same person if that didn't happen, because, you know, like, I probably wouldn't be. But, I don't know, I don't like to let that hold me back. Even though in some aspects, like I was talking about earlier, it may... That's still something that I try to improve on, and I recognize that, and I look towards that, and I try to improve myself. But the biggest thing is just knowing that you can control yourself, and you can control your actions, 
But it's just a fucked up world you live in. And you can't control the, the things around you. And that's just part of life. And so sometimes you're, you'll meet people that they get on your nerves. They might just treat you like shit. Like, you were with me when someone called me, like, Aryan and like said that I had a French nose and all this and like hit me in the face with, my f- with his phone or something like that I wasn't like fucking ferociously pissed I wasn't like angry I wasn't like throwing stuff or I wasn't even I didn't even say to the guy like fuck you I'm not yelling or pushing or anything like that yeah. but I know I'm like look you're someone I don't like you're someone that I disagree with and you're kind of an asshole but regardless I would rather be happy knowing that I am happy with myself so I can have someone say all this stuff towards me, but if I say something back, then I'm sitting at the end of the day like, I'm not happy with myself because I didn't act, and I didn't I didn't be the person I wanted to be. And I feel like that's the most important thing is to not let other people choose what person you want to be. Yeah, you choose who you want to be. Exactly. What would you say you tried to say to yourself every day to like help you heal over the time like what did you do did you just try to you know just ignore it or did you get counseling or did you well that's almost like a darker topic i don't know if i want to go into because that's that's more like self-inflicting things like suicidal things like substance abuse things where it's like everyone has had like kind of down points in their life i don't know it's how you come out of it and it's how you like you know again whether you let that affect you strongly so I mean like there have been times where I've definitely almost taken my life like many times like there's been many times where I've like hurt myself you know like there's been many times where I've been like I'm just gonna drink or smoke or do whatever until the point where I can't feel anymore and then I realized like okay you know what it's the same kind of idea of would you rather have a life that's wildly eventful maybe not always good maybe not always bad or would you rather have like an emotionless stale boring like and it's kind of like you know there's goods and there's bads and i would rather have a life that i know is almost i'd say entertaining but engaging it's something that i can learn from and something that like i can constantly continue growing and i feel like negative experiences even though they have negative effects they can also have positive effects because you can learn from them my last question to you would be what advice would you give to those who are going through bullying you know, who are going through this trauma or this pain of constant teasing or constant physical bullying and mental. Everyone says, like, oh, do do this, try this tactic, you know, whatever you got to do. But everyone's different. Yeah. Everyone's different. You never know who you're going to meet. Life is just a question mark. You never know what's going to happen next. So you just got to find your own way of dealing with stuff, whether that's you just learning different situations, learning how you want to act. And you know, sometimes you might be doing stuff that's like not good. Sometimes you might be doing stuff that is good. Like some, sometimes you might say, well, I'm avoiding everyone. Like I had years where I basically said, okay, well, this pattern has continued so much that I'm just not going to talk to anyone. And I don't want to talk to anyone. And I hope everyone else in this fucking world dies. But I'm like, that's not how I view the world anymore. And it's like, whether you make mistakes, you learn from them. And that's what's important. So I think just having your own view and just dealing with it the best way you think you can in that moment and trusting yourself. Because you know what, like, you can, you have everyone around you and you can definitely take their advice. You can be inspired by them. You can hear things that you go, okay, I'm going to try that. But at the end of the day, it's you. And at the end of the day, again, you conduct yourself the way you want to. You learn from yourself as well. So like saying like, hey, I'm going to do this all the time and I'm going to always avoid everyone. Maybe at some point. You learn, okay, you know what, I want to actually talk to people and I want to have people in my life. Or maybe you say, you know what, I'm safe, this is what I need. But whatever it is, it's, it's, I would just say, find what works for you. 
don't give up and trust yourself and just always keep an open mind to learn stuff because I reached a point when people would like be picking on me and then I would be like your mom died and then they just fucking break down because I know their mom died and I know they're doing this because like there's tons of examples and everyone has this pain in their life but everyone deals with it differently and so it's just keeping an open mind and trying to keep a perspective of the world of realizing that we're all just human beings we're all going through things and we all control ourselves differently based on our own thought processes and that's just the way life is and so keep your head up and you know just keep learning and keep trying because you know you're, you're gonna you're gonna find a way whether you suffer for years which that happens it definitely like, I, like yeah it happens and like whether that happens you know like it does get better and if it doesn't get better all you know is you can say how do i want to exist like to say hey I want to be this kind of person, and I want to know that I'm proud of myself, and I want to know that I care for myself, and that I actually am happy with myself no matter what anyone else does. That, I think, is what's truly important. I'm so happy for you, how far you've come, and I'm really grateful to have met you as a person, and I'm glad that we did this podcast, and thank you for coming on, thank you for giving me your time. I greatly appreciate your friendship, Guy. Thank you. Well, thank you for listening, and this is the end of our time to find our peace. Our guest, Mr. G. <laughs> thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. There are more to come soon. You can listen to me on Transistor, Apple Music, and even Spotify. I hope you can remember that no one can take your power away. You are in control, no matter what anyone says, and you are stronger than you know. Have a wonderful day.